Okay. Here we go. I'm fresh. I got that garbage out of me. Yep. <clears throat> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh-huh. All right. Burn all the ships. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Can We Just Say, a guilty pleasure podcast for airing grievances and sharing our passions. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> it's been a minute. It has been a minute. And can I just say my mini guilty pleasure is... My mini guilty pleasure is when you feel bad for a very long time and then that first glimpse that you get of feeling good mm-hmm. and you feel like you can do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's my guilty pleasure. No, that's pretty good. And also, my guilty pleasure is you taking care of me. Mm, anytime. I am happy to and do And bringing it. me my guilty pleasure uh, candy along with yeah. my medicine. <laughs> no, I was really happy to... I got myself some guilty pleasure candy too. They were all out of Easter M&M's, which is a whole... That's such a disappointment, but Right, that's fine. No, I got myself sour gummies. Actually, no, that's my mini guilty pleasure this week is on my walk yesterday. I've been doing Deerfield a lot more lately because um, it's secluded, mm-hmm. um, and it's been so windy. Like, the trees keep the, the wind away. Mm-hmm. And I brought gummy bears yesterday in my pocket just b- like by you. myself, just like when I was a kid, and I would go walking in the woods with my dad. And so, yeah, and I always like Haribo gummy bears the best anyway because they kind of feel like they were frozen Mm -hmm. because gummy bears would always freeze in his pocket. And so, yeah, I brought my gummy bears and I went all the way to the top of like the gosh hawk loop and just stood there catching my breath and eating gummy bears for a minute. And it gave me like such life. I loved it. It was so fun. I love that moment. Those are my favorite little things when you don't expect them to come and then you're just like just so happy in a moment. Yeah. Yeah, so gummy bears on my walk yesterday was a huge... I felt, like, decadent walking through the woods eating my reusable bag full of gummy bears. I love that journey for you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ooh, can I tell you my mini gripe this week? Yes, please. So today, I was on a bike ride, which was ill-advised because it is windy as hell outside. And not three doors away from my house, literally, I was watching piss stream out of someone's <gasps> garage door. Excuse me. <laughs> I also felt this way, except for I wasn't amused. I Literally, I saw a yellow stream coming out of this guy's garage door. It was half up, so like I could only see his legs down. What? Half up. He was pissing into the wind, literally pissing into the wind. And I saw this yellowish puddle. His stream was long, too, because it was a lot of piss on his driveway. And I go by in my, on my bike, and I just look over. You know, you're just looking around the neighborhood, and I went, huh. <laughs> so I kept going. I was like, God damn it. Even stuck in our houses, people are still trash. I cannot believe that I had to watch this man urinating in his driveway at like one in the afternoon today on a Monday. On a Monday in my neighborhood, it was gross. Dude. I know. People watching is weird now. It's so strange. I have so many questions for this guy. What house is this? Will you show me and I can just go knock on his I door? can show you. It's the one with like the real Cranja looking like Ford Explorer. <laughs> okay. Yes, I know exactly. <laughs> you know, I know exactly there's, the house. There's one near me. It's like across from the park. Also, he was facing the 
park? What if there were kids there? It was irresponsible and gross. And I love how he's like, nobody will know who I am. If I only open the garage door halfway, they'll never catch well, me. Well, and also, you know he was probably thinking, like, nobody's out right now. Like, everyone's quarantined in their homes. Nobody's going to notice. And then, of course, the only person that is nearby him is me. And I had to watch him piss into the wind. And that was so annoying to me. Listen. <laughs> My dad was a notorious, I'm in the garage, I'm just going to pee right here kind of guy. But, and we lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But even my dad put up a privacy fence that he would go pee on. My brothers and my dad, when they would pee by the barn, they would do us the courtesy of going to the edge of the barn and peeing into the woods. Like, in in the back. Not just pissing out the front door. Like, that's wild. As far as his dick will take him, that's where I'm going to pee. I'm surprised I didn't see his dick. Me too. It must be really small. I don't know. It was above the door. Uh, That was actually one of the things that really... Was It was probably the biggest culture shock for me when I lived in Germany was there's there are rest stops along the highway, but they're few and far between, and they mm. are disgusting. So everyone just pulls over, and you just pee on the side of the road. And that includes, like, truckers. Like, mm. they just pull over, and they usually face the road, and they would just be peeing. And I saw so many German trucker dicks <laughs> that I was just kind of like... <laughs> I've heard about the nude beaches, not the nude, yeah. Yeah, not the nude Autobahn, but yeah, yeah it's a thing. Wow. It was, and yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, wow, what a beautiful country. I'm just driving to work, looking around, oh, Jesus. Like that scene in Mulan where she's like, I don't ever want to see a man naked um, again. And then like 8,000 dudes come running past with their penises at face <laughs> level. And she's like, Jesus Christ. That's exactly yeah. what it was. <laughs> a lot of sausage in that country. Mm. They love a burst. <laughs> see, what were some other cool things that I wanted to talk to you about? I saw a lot of wildlife this week. That was nice. Sarah, are you turning into your dad where you're carrying a little journal and... Ta- I did tell my dad about all the animals that I saw. That's another one of my, like, little guilty pleasures is I taught my mom... I got my mom a new smartphone. hmm And we've been doing video chats. And she she got it so she could talk to her mom in the nursing home that she's stuck in and like now her mom demands it every week like once a week she's like betty when are you going to call me again no the video chat do it now and she's like oh okay yeah she has like regular phone dates with her mother which is great um i saw a deer and a mink i think like swimming in the river which was amazing and a snake of course you saw a snake snake. you're the queen of snakes yeah oh also i was gonna ask you this i don't know if it's because i'm like not interacting with anybody probably it is but are you having like the most vivid and yet also the most boring dreams you've ever had in your life no i have not oh my god i had so many i wrote a list of them like they're always it's like i'm overcompensating for not seeing anybody Uh because like they're really mundane but they're like feature length like an entire evening's events in my dreams and they're always full of people i don't care about oh no like (laughs) Oh, man, you get mundane activities oh, with like, the worst people. One of them, I was, like, chaperoning the prom that we're not having this year. And then another one, I went to school, and I was hanging out with my principal the whole day. And I was like, oh, this is boring. But then another one was, like, I was walking with Kathy and Ian on Halloween. We were all dressed up in costumes. So we were walking around. Not that I don't want to hang out with them. I was going to say, No, no, no. Dunk. No, no. Like, some of them were mundane. Or, like, I took my dad, and we were in a shopping mall, and he got lost. And I was so annoyed. And, like, I woke up, and I was like, God 
damn, I like, spent like hours looking for my dad in the mall and it wasn't even a real thing. You know what, he's, what I think it is? Because um, this happened to me last summer when, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or I can't, whatever summer, I, I think it was right after I got really badly burned. But um, whenever I spend a lot of time in the sun, I start having really, really vivid dreams. And those dreams where like I'm working and so then I, in the next day, I look at my schedule and I'm like, Wait, what about the thing that I just yeah. learned? Like, where? What happened to that meeting? Where did that meeting go? So I think it may just be because you're spending so much time outside right now. I have those a lot when I'm yeah. stressed. Also, oh, yeah. like when I'm really thinking about something, like I'll have a dream about like sending emails all night. I'll be sending emails, and I'll wake up in the morning and be like, God damn it, I have to send those emails. Like I thought I did that already. Yeah, but it's been weird. What about you? <sighs> well. I mean, I haven't done much this past week besides lay around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have anything new well, to share. Here, you know what we should do? We've tried to do this like five times. Okay, yeah. I have more newlywed games that okay. I stole. Newlywed games? Yeah. Newlywed games. So one of the things I was thinking might be helpful for listeners who don't know both of us is if we did some like corn memes right because so many people we were talking about this before so many people are doing these like get to know your spouse things although these have dropped dramatically Ooh, that's what i was gonna tell you (laughs) because everyone keeps being like um oh all those people who are like he's my whole world i love him so much you guys really aren't uh talking much are you like i haven't heard much from you in a while but the new one is there's no one else i'd rather be stuck doing x with is mm-hmm. that new meme because somebody posted one today it was like nobody i'd rather be stuck watching tiger king with and i was like that guy looks like a drag and also that show i'm not watching it like i would it's not it sounds bad. like you're living my hell yeah so it's just bad good luck let's see Ooh, this is an actual like corn meme right about your senior year in high school Oh, boy. Which could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, God. So what did you drive your senior year of high school? My maroon Ford F-150. I remember. We had to break into it that one time. Oh, yes. Can I just talk a little bit about that Yeah, no. This this is a a jumping off point moment. It was... It wasn't technically my first vehicle. I was still sharing it with my parents. They graciously let me take it off the island on Mondays because I was in Quiz Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And I I had to stay at school late to go to Quiz Bowl practice and meets. And, uh, yeah, it was a three-door maroon Ford F-150, a manual. The first time I got kissed was in that truck, Mm -hmm. and Sarah was witness to it. (laughs) Um. Unfortunately. And then I was driving it around because I worked on a farm and I drove it accidentally into a trailer and scratched the ever-loving shit out of the side <laughs> of it. And uh, I miss it every day. Mine, my first car, I don't know if it's the only car I had in high school, but my first car was the gold Sebring mm. that I shared with, well, first it was the neon and then the Sebring. My parents, my mom likes to change it up every once in a while she gets sick of cars and then us kids get to inherit the older ones but yeah i love that sebring too and then charlie fainted while driving it and totaled it (laughs) i was like oh okay well no more for that car um mostly in high school we used my dad's minivan though yes because it was the only car any of us had that would fit all like seven of us and so yeah we took that thing everywhere we took it to like the movie theaters where you would force me to like 
do fake bank heists and yell, heist, 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 and you wouldn't get in the car until I drove away with a door open like a lunatic. And I had fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other time when we were driving to the bigger movie theater. Which was that, further away and it was like an event to yeah, go there. And that guy was following us the entire time and you kept like trying to write in the windows like, follow us. We're going to the movie theater. It's like, please stop. Would you please stop doing this? Yep. So that was our high school experience. Oh, that was Sarah dealing with me in high school. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Were you in choir band? I was in choir first year of, of high school. Not my senior year though. No, no. I, I think I dropped both. We were scared of in, soloing. Both of us were. Well, I dropped band uh, when we got into high school because I didn't want to do marching. I only wanted to do jazz. And we were too small to have jazz band. So I, bye. Did you ever skip class? Yep. Were you a skipper? Uh, not like regularly, but oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> not regularly, <laughs> but oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> I was a rule follower. I think the only time I didn't ever go to school was the day that I fainted in class. Well, also, it's just skipping class. Like, you're still on the school grounds. You're just not where you're supposed to be. Oh, yeah, all the time. Because it was senior year. I had either AP classes or just Mm blow-offs, and I was a TA, and it was the TA's lunch hour, so he was never in there. And so I would just wander around, and then I would get into one of my other classes like especially French I'd just be like oh I need to go to the bathroom and then I'd show up in like biology and I would just hang out there this like never even occurred to me as a child this is how different we are also like I'm such a chronic rule follower that like I helped the teachers in class. I was like, oh, you want me to grade those papers for you? I know. I used I'll be here all day if you ask me. I would never. Well, I used to come find you because we TA'd the same hour, mm-hmm. and you'd be making copies. I'd be like, hey, I'm just dicking around. And you'd be like, I have work to <laughs> yeah, do. I have a fuck ton of work to do, actually. <laughs> if you could leave, that'd be great. Um, do you still have your yearbook? Oh, yeah. I wish I had them here. I really want to read, like, what we wrote to each other. Ooh, I have mine. Mm-hmm. If you ever get yours, ever, we, we could I will. The next time I'm trip. allowed to go to my mom's, yeah, so I'll get them. Yeah, a trip down memory lane. Especially, have- wait, can we go back to the yearbook? Because I especially have our senior year because we were on yearbook staff. Mm-hmm. And so anytime there was a hole in a layout, we'd just be like, it's us now. And we'd put a I know. of us. I, that's the most I've ever been in any publication ever i know i think i'm on like 15 pages and charlie also if anyone ever needed a freshman interview i'd be like oh it's charlie he's my brother he'll say whatever or just say whatever he said what do you want him to say yeah he said it and he'd be like what i didn't know i said that i'm like oh yeah you did you did now so it doesn't matter Ooh, what was your style of clothes i wore were you rocking I wore the same mesh football athletic shorts from a high school that was 30 minutes away mm-hmm. and our senior sweatshirt. And I was gross enough that I fell asleep in it and woke up in it because I had to be to the bus at like 6.30 in the morning. So I, my alarm would go off at like 6.15 or my mom would be like, the bus just went by because it would go to one end of the island, turn around mm-hmm. and come back. So I was like, cool, I have 15 minutes. So I would get up as soon as it went by, brush my hair a little bit, put on that same outfit and go. But then I also tried to glow up because I had a couple of crushes and I was trying to, you know, mm-hmm. work my magic. Yeah. So then I would wear my corduroy pants. I wore a crap ton of corduroy also. I remember a lot of corduroy pants, like wide-legged wide corduroy pants. Wide, like practically bell-bottom corduroy pants. Yeah, like tan bell-bottom pants. That's what I wore. And then I wore a lot of torrid shirts. 
I got a lot of stuff from Delia's. Yeah, you were really into Delia's. I was really into Torrid, like, mint green hoodie cardigans that had, like, weird applique, like, silver graphics on the back. You couldn't even tell what it was. It was just, like, a spray of silver paint or, like, this weird brown and green striped polo shirt that I wore all the time. Those polos were so popular, yeah. I don't know why, but they were super popular. Everyone was wearing them. Mm -hmm. And that was also the year that, like, all the dudes wore their pants, like, down to their knees. Oh, and they would have decorative boxers. Yeah, people would wear two pairs of boxers, (laughs) one for, like, support and one for show. It was, I hated it. It was so bad. Oh, man, what a time 2007 was. Yeah, mm. Ooh, okay, so maybe, what was your, we'll do this last one. What was your favorite band back then? Say Anything. Were, yeah, I'm you sure were really it was. into Say Anything. I went to, so I went to, like, over the course of high school and, like, the year after, I think I went to, like, three or four of their shows. Mm-hmm. So, like, within a two-year period, I was just. That was the year, actually, that I got super into Scottish yeah. bands. Like, um. Our friend Sarah showed me Bell and Sebastian. Mm-hmm. I got super into Bell and Sebastian, and then that led me into Franz Ferdinand, which like snowballed Franz into. Franz Ferdinand was yeah. yeah. When I think of high school, I think of you and that and the Fratellis. Yeah, Franz CD. Ferdinand, the Fratellis. That yeah. is like 2007 to me. That yeah. was my whole life that year. Any band that performed at Warp Tour was 2007 for me. <laughs> I was definitely one of those kids. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I would go. Also, this is one of the things that I'm really missing right now. I've been thinking about it all day because this other band that we really like, Flexidecibel, another very good Michigan band. Michigan bands are still the best. Yes. Uh, They released a CD today, and it's just made me miss going to live music Mm -hmm. so much. I think that's, like, one of my biggest outlets and stress relievers and social events. And, yeah, I'm just... I've been thinking a lot about, I have a list on my desk of all the concerts that I want to see when Mm -hmm. this is all over, when they start popping up, like the tours I can follow again. Um, And yeah, in high school, I was going to a concert like once a weekend, probably. Mm -hmm. I was going to like the the Magic Stick, which is like a bowling alley in Detroit. And people would be bowling and I'd be like, cute as what we aim for is playing. No, I love the Magic Stick. I've been there a couple of times. I think that was where I saw um, We Were Promised Jetpacks once. Mm, And it was funny. So like bands have set lists, right, that they practice. And they, this little like hipster girl in the front yelled out like, conductor, play conductor. And that's like their slowest, saddest song. And he was like, and she kept yelling it, and he wouldn't say anything. And finally he was like, fuck you, I'm not playing that song. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, hey, girl, like, he told it to you. Didn't the same thing happen the last Frightened Rabbit show we went to? Somebody kept yelling. Maybe. I remember vividly that there was, like, a heckler that Scott yelled at. And it was like, I felt really bad, like, oh, Dad's yelling. Like, I was like. Yeah. Because well, it was something like that. And he was like, hey, I got a fucking set list right here. So maybe just chill. Wait, like, four songs maybe? Can you wait four mm-hmm. songs? I remember that. Yeah. Well, and it's got to be weird when you're at a bigger, when you're a bigger name like that, too. You probably get people yelling at you all the time. I know other bands that are like, sure, whatever. Yeah, I'll play that. You like that one? We'll play it again. My dad tells a story all the time about, like, a cover band that only had one good song. Like, they were really bad otherwise. And so people just kept requesting. They're like, you know what? Play that song again. You guys really rocked that. And so they played it like six times in one night at this bar that he was at with my mom. And they're just like, yeah, everyone really likes this song. We're just going to 
play it again. Why not? And I'm pretty sure it was something like very like basic, some basic yeah. rock song, like, you know, five o'clock somewhere, you know, something like, not a basic rock, but a, like a very basic song. <laughs> I mean, I feel like five o'clock somewhere is one of those songs that you can keep on loop for an hour and no, notice nobody it. would notice it hasn't changed. They're mm-hmm. just like, oh, still, oh yes, great song, great song. It's in my head, actually, I was playing it on my way here. That was, and it was like And it was about five o'clock. Yeah, I it? was getting really into it. What would Jimmy Buffett do? <laughs> that, that reminds me, I, I can't think of Jimmy Buffett now without thinking about how my company made me fly to San Antonio to meet new partners and the place that we met was Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. I love this. I, it is the most bizarre thing that I've ever heard a business meeting at Margaritaville. Like, that's so weird to me. It, I've, every bit about it was just like a Twilight Zone episode. So my flight gets delayed. I was supposed to get into San Antonio like four hours before this meeting. So I was going to, you know, shower, mm-hmm. change, just be a human. Uh, but no. I I landed in San Antonio when it was supposed to be starting, and I've never met any of these people. I don't even know what they look like. Now I got to go find them in Margaritaville, <laughs> which has got to be. I'm picturing it huge. It yeah, it's pretty big. It's on the Riverwalk in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and so it's like it. It's really hard to describe, but it's a couple of levels. That's what I was gonna say because it's so touristy. Like mm-hmm. they have to be able to fit like hundreds of people in there yeah. at all times. Yeah, and there's like sort. I didn't get very far back into the restaurant, but. There was, like, platforms, so it kind of looks like you're on docks and mm-hmm. stuff. It's Yeah, it's a whole thing. And then when you first walk in, there's, like, a 15-foot blender constantly just, like, spinning water. Well, and so that's the thing that – because Justin McElroy explained that when he oh, went yeah, to yeah. Margaritaville. And so that's what I was – I was trying to figure out what that would even look like. But, yeah, yeah. that's wild. And it's just got, like, sparkles and shit in it. I don't know. And so – yeah, I, sh- I actually changed in the bathroom of the airport to try and give myself some semblance of mm-hmm. cleanliness. And the, the winds that day were like 30 miles an hour. This mm-hmm. is why we kept getting delayed. We kept having to like circle the airport before we could land. And so I have all of my luggage with me because I have no time to go to the hotel. And then I get out of my lift and the woman is like, oh, where are you going? And I was like, into... Well, at first she kept, she wouldn't believe me. It was at Margaritaville. <laughs> I gave her the address for it. Like, pick up at the airport, drop off at Margaritaville. And then she was like, so what are you going to go do? And I was like, I have a meeting at Margaritaville. And she was like, oh, okay. No, um, but really. Yeah. And so then um, she's like, oh, a meeting. You're in town for business, blah, blah, blah. And we were talking about that. And then she was like, so where are you going again? And I was like, Margaritaville. <laughs> And then we get up next to it, and she's, like, kind of squinting and looking around for Like, there something. must be an office building, but you just use this as your, like... As a reference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, she slows down in front of Margaritaville, but I'm assuming she was, like, looking past it, because there was a couple of, like, office spaces next to it, and... So she stops, and I go to open my door, and she takes off again <laughs> because she's like, oh, it's up here. And I was like, no, 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 ma'am. Like, 
It's, literally. I, I'm literally going to Margaritaville. And so she's like, oh, let me spin around. And like, and I was like, no, I'll, I will walk back to Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I get my bags out and I start walking towards And she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, going to Margaritaville. And she's like, no, no, no. The entrance is on the river walk. So you have to go down. And I was oh. like, oh. So she's like, I advise like crossing here at the street, going across, taking those stairs, going down, and then crossing the river again back and then getting in. And I was like, okay. And so I do this with 35 mile per hour winds, Mm -hmm. my long ass hair just tornadoing above me, carrying all my luggage, all of my like uh, business stuff, my computer and everything. And then I make it in there and I try and like get myself all good looking. And then I look up and it's like access to street. Like I could have literally just walked in and this woman sent me on a wild goose chase. I know. I was thinking that. Like that sounds bizarre that there's no access from the street. You, there's one entrance to this. I know. And I was thinking that, but I was like, I'm late. I'm in a new place. I, I will hate just when, listen. I hate to when it. that happens though. When you ask for directions from the wrong person and they do this convoluted thing and you're like, why? Why do you not know this? Yeah, and she was bragging about, oh, I've lived here for like 15 years. I love She's it so much. not a Buffett fan. She yeah, she is. She doesn't go to Margaret Which is also funny because then I get to my meeting and everyone that's there except for two other people and myself are from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So the other two are from New York. <laughs> and the girl is just looking around. I, I don't know how old she was. I would guess maybe like 18 or 19 because it was her sister somehow, but I can't tell how old she is. Um, no, she had to have been older because she ordered a margarita. It doesn't matter. She just looked so innocent <laughs> and wide-eyed looking around the Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville and was just like, I thought that she was having the same reaction as I was. Like, why did I come all the way from New York City to be sitting here in Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville? But then she said, so who's Jimmy Buffett? My God. <laughs> And there's giant TVs everywhere. And we're like, Batman. That yeah, because right were they playing Jimmy Buffett? Like, constantly, constantly. right? <laughs> I don't even know enough. To, well, like, if you've heard one Jimmy Buffett song, you've heard them all. But, but then they throw in mixes where he, like, played something with, like, Rob Thomas or mm-hmm. something. So, like, there's mixes. And then sometimes they'll sprinkle in other just beachy tunes. But for yeah. the most part, even if it's, like, they're playing, like, Maroon 5, the TV has Jimmy Buffett on it. <laughs> and he is on a beach somewhere. <laughs> And so she just like, and she's just watching in amazement, like, what does he do? And we're like, beach stuff. When, yeah, he just you. is the beach. Like, he's our modern day Poseidon. He's the god of beach. Poseidon and Dionysus had a baby, and they named that baby Jimmy Buffett. So I he don't is know. He's the sand guardian. Guardian of the guardian sand. Guardian of the sand. Guardian of the beers. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. Hey. So. I have a surprise for you okay. because you had some great, great misconnections for me last time. I went and found some really good ones for you. I so love it. Some of these are, like all of them are recent because I haven't been stockpiling as much as you have. But mm-hmm. because you kind of like staked your claim on our area. Yeah. I went to Florida. Oh, boy. I went to like Colorado. I went to New York City. I went. All over the place. Okay, and take me on this I found journey. Some wild. This ones. is perfect. It's like you're. I need an intern that just finds me the juiciest misconnections and gets through all the crap for me. Okay. Okay. Give me. So this one is in Florida. Okay. Miami Beach. Oh Ooh, yeah. I went to like some of the crazier places yeah, just yeah, to yeah. find some stuff. Okay. Oh, and this one is coronavirus themed. 
So it's the title is Bay Road, Blue Dress on Passover, 1030-ish, Miami Beach. I was discussing a very real coronavirus solution with a microbiologist, and you were momentarily gracefully escaping the otherwise inescapable COVID-19 nature of the very same precise moment. We have another wordsmith. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, this is very lyrical. He uses some weighty words. Your dress blew gracefully with the wind, with the same vibration of the humbling moment of existence available for me to observe on Bay Road (laughs) on that holy night. Oh my god. You departed from what I perceived to be your residence. And I embarked, right? So I know where you live. That's the fancy word to say, I watched you leave your house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I embarked on the opportunity to meet you, ultimately situating myself in an opportune location for us to connect. (gasps) No. However, we were interrupted by someone who genuinely cared for you and therefore requested you to return to self-quarantine. Though in that moment, we locked eyes through the entire frame of the moment up until the moment that your required self-quarantining life surpassed the horizon. <laughs> this is a word picture and it's very, it's like a maze. It's very hard for me to understand I'm looking at it. a Picasso painting. Continue. Yes, it's, that's what it is. It's like spaghetti on the wall. Here's a bunch of words I threw in a paragraph. I'll be on Bay Road again tomorrow at 1030, seeking to compliment how gracefully you interrupted an otherwise uninterruptible existence, at which point I will happily offer you my very important phone. What? For you to throw (laughs) in the waters if you wish. (laughs) Like, why? I don't understand. It's very important. In exchange for one minute of discussion in that very moment with you. So here's my phone. I watched where you live. Here's my phone. Throw it in a river. If you wish. If you wish. I just wanted a moment of existence with you. This guy's bananas. Oh, my God. So, yeah. That was beautiful. That's Miami Beach. I thought it was going to be so much trashier than that, but, like, that surpassed all my expectations about what Miami Beach could be. Yeah. Ooh, Walmart. Oh, Tuesday Walmart's, afternoon. Walmarts and Taco Bells are lit. Oh, I forget where this one... Oh, this one's Jacksonville. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Walmart Tuesday afternoon. I saw you. OMG, you were stunning. Now, I'm a regular guy, but I think you were wearing a jumper? Oh, my God. White off the shoulders? Did I say OMG? You were beautiful, and when I tried to find you, just to simply say thanks for showing me there is a lot of good still in the world, you were gone. Sorry to say, but you were the most sexy thing I have ever seen? Question mark, question mark. (laughs) Sorry to say? (laughs) Is that a self-own? I don't know, because he says, sorry to say, you were the most sexy thing I've ever seen? Question mark, question mark. Was it? Ever? Like, he's upset. That she, like, he's peaked with this Walmart girl. Oh, my God. I know from the looks of you that you are too classy to look here. But if you, by some strange coincidence, look here, please say hi. I would love to chat. Thanks again. As you can tell, your beauty made my day. Stay safe, everyone, which is the new goodbye in this coronavirus world. Stay safe world. and stay healthy. Is yes. Yep. 
Oh my god. Okay, also, he said, please stop and say hi. He did not describe himself at all, except nope. that if there was a weird man at Walmart looking at her white jumper. He's a regular guy, Kelly. So what do you think? This is a fun game. What does a regular guy at Walmart look like? Somebody that's not regular, because if you have to call yourself regular, guess what? You're not. He didn't put quotes around regular, but he did put quotes around jumper, because he didn't know if that was the real word. <laughs> I well, think, he's just a regular guy. How's he to know the highest of fashion? Actually, I think it's she means he means romper, not yeah. jumper or jumpsuit. Or maybe she was wearing like, or he's British, but he's in Jacksonville. I don't know. Well, that's why he had to put quotes around it. Oh my god. Ooh, this one is catty. Ooh. Okay. White Pine Trail Beauty in Cedar Springs, which is in ooh, this is in Grand Rapids. Oh. I did move, I did come to back to Michigan a little bit. Okay. You were riding your bicycle with your husband. I was on a walk with my wife. Our eyes met. It was kismet. As we passed, you said something. Also, there's like a slew of ellipses in this whole thing. Imagine every time I'm pausing, there's three dots because this guy just really needs you to know this. <laughs> it was glorious. Amazing. It smelled of pure ignorance and simplicity. The look? No, as we oh, as we passed, you said something, and and when she said something, it smelled. It smelled of pure ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> this guy wants you to know that you're stupid, not him. You're so stupid, <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> okay, it sounded like the soft rantings of a nincompoop. <laughs> You needed to tell us that the face masks we were wearing weren't doing anything. But we wore these for you to protect your beautiful, <laughs> dim-witted brain. <laughs> we loved you even before we met you. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. We cared for you even before this meet-cute. You see, you can carry COVID-19 and be asymptomatic. We couldn't possibly stand the idea of the world being deprived of you. Would love to meet up six feet apart or something. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I just, I found it and I was like, wow, what a dick. But like, that's, that's hilarious. I love that. I've actually, uh, a couple that I've come across that I haven't saved have also been things not just like, um, hey, put on a face mask or whatever, but they're missed connections about people who are just like, hey, I ran into you and you were a dick, and I just want to tell you right now that that was really fucking dumb. <laughs> and then they just have to air that grievance, and then they move on. That's hilarious. And that's a whole other genre that I'm very into. Meanwhile, my only, like, encounter, my missed connection, if you will, the other day was when, remember that poodle we keep seeing mm-hmm. out and about? I saw them again, the poodle, and it, it knows me now so well that it comes up to me and, like, sniffs me and stuff. And his owner was like, oh, look at you, matchy-matchy. Your shoes are the exact same color as your raincoat. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Aww. She's like, no, I like him. I'm like, oh, okay, I thought you were trying to burn me. But, you, <laughs> but no, you're just you're very just sincere. <laughs> Let's see, do I have... Okay, this is my last good one. Okay. For this time, okay. Your dog was playing with a rock. Oh, this is New York in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, hi. On Tuesday morning, April 4th, around 8 a.m., you were at the dog off-leash hours with your white, I think she's a border collie dog? She was batting around a large stone like it was a chew toy, and I called over to you that she seemed incredible. 
Which is a strange adjective for a dog, but that's fine. (laughs) You called back that she was really obsessed with the rock. I was wearing all black and a neon yellow baseball cap. Okay, so this is the situation. What do you think is going to happen next? I'm really interested. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't... I'm trying to figure out what this guy's angle is wearing all black with a neon baseball cap. Like, I don't want anyone to see me, but like... I, please don't shoot me like a hunter. I don't understand. Let me tell you. I am an artist and currently working on a film and performance about Sisyphus. I am hoping to get in touch to discuss filming your dog playing with the rock in the park. What? <laughs> it's not a romantic misconnection. Or it's just somebody coming up with a terrible, terrible excuse. I can pay her, in parentheses, you, for the time spent playing... It could be social distance, or we could meet up once the quarantine is over. If this post finds you and you were interested, email me where in the park y'all were standing to start this discussion. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I want to film your dog for my, like, art project about Sisyphus pushing a rock up the hill. What a weird pull, dude. Wow. Oh, man. I liked that one a lot. That whole journey across the country you just took me mm-hmm. on was a wild from ride. Florida to Michigan to New York. I was just all over the place at that point because as you can probably guess, misconnections are a little dry right now. Yeah. Yes, they are. I mean, the people are thirsty though. Mm-hmm. The people are thirsty, but the misconnections are dry. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear the one that I found today on accident? I would love to. Okay. Okay. I found this one, I wasn't even intending on looking at misconnections today, but sometimes it's just my, like, in-between work mm-hmm. palate cleanser, if you will. <laughs> um, this one is from Greenfield, Pennsylvania, and the title is, Cute Guy Who Peed on My Leg After Bee Sting. Bee Sting? Yeah. That's not what that's for. <laughs> oh, okay. This is already a mystery. Not sure who you are, but thank you. This morning, you took action into your own hands, and that means a lot. To prove it's really me, I was getting... Like, how many people has he peed on? <laughs> Which girl are you? Oh, you're the bee sting pee girl? You're not the jellyfish pee girl? Good to know. Right, right, right. Uh, to prove it's really me, I was getting coffee at a place you can name when you reply. Obviously, they are only letting patrons... Pl- they are only letting patrons place to-go orders, so I did just that. While waiting for my order to be made, I saw you enter the coffee shop and immediately took note of your sexy jawline. Okay. (laughs) I did not think in a million years we would strike up a conversation. We smiled at each other, and I went to grab my mocha and exit the place. As soon as I stepped one foot out the door, of course a stupid bee flew right (laughs) on my leg and stung it. (laughs) Though I didn't see it, I felt it, and with stings as such, there is no time to second-guess... What kind of bug bit you? What? No time. Yes, there is. There's lots. Is she allergic? That's not information she's given us. And while I usually travel with an EpiPen during the nice weather, truthfully, I still thought I had some time before that was necessary. Embarrassingly, I fell to the ground and drew attention to myself saying, help, a bee just stung me and I'm allergic. Has she never had this situation before? People nearby froze and weren't sure what to do. One woman in particular tried handing me some napkins, and my anger got the best of me. Unfortunately, for I abruptly <laughs> slapped them away and berated her. I don't need napkins, you stupid bitch. What? Are you a moron? 
that. As everyone panicked, you walked right up to me and took control of the situation. Everyone stand back, you said pointedly. I know just what to do. (sighs) Whatever you're going to say is wrong. And immediately everyone did. I wasn't sure what your plans were, but in a very polished way, you brought it out of your zipper hole in front of everyone. Oh my god. Then you counted down from three, perhaps to alert me, or to perhaps (laughs) to get you past being a little bladder shy. (laughs) Three, two, one, you exclaimed just as you began delivering a golden bee sting antidote. Yuck! This (laughs) is the worst one! God damn! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to where the bee had stung me on my lower leg. Well, at first your stream hit my handbag and it took a few oh seconds for your time <laughs> to the exact location and of the She's sp- into this! God! Ugh! Gross! <laughs> to target the exact location of this thing as you initially focused on the wrong leg, in which case I helped you out. N- not that leg, this leg. Oop. Yeah. Oops, my bad. Please here, stop peeing here we indiscriminately go. <laughs> across my legs. How about just stop peeing on right? my legs in general? <laughs> An older gentleman, also waiting for his order, decided to chime in while you were mid Oh, I thought you were going to say join in, and I was like, no. Why <laughs> Sarah, is this... this is not Pornhub fanfic. <laughs> it is, though. It is, yes. <laughs> I think what you're doing only works for jellyfish. It's working! I interjected as I felt your pee soothe the pain from the sting. Oh, my God. It was nice to embarrass the science as the ions in your pee-pee neutralized the toxins from the stinger, and just in time, too. This is, like, hurting my brain. (laughs) After you sputtered out a few streams over the course of two minutes, is this Austin Powers after he's on Probably. I think more likely this woman has no concept of time. She was just in pure golden shower bliss. Yuck. (laughs) Uh, After the course of two minutes, you placed it back inside and zipped up your hole and knelt down beside me. I think you're going to be okay, you said as you held me. Thank you, I said with a few tears of happiness in my eyes. This is definitely fan fiction. Yes, it can't be real. This is not real. (laughs) No. This is insane. (laughs) I'd like, somebody just had this fantasy at the coffee shop. I don't understand. I like, I'm glad, but I don't understand why they think Misconnections is the, like, platform for their voice. Because somebody else out there is into golden showers and they will or they'll like role play this scenario. I did, yeah, I did notice that when I was doing my misconnection. Yeah. There's a lot of sex stuff on there. Like oh, yeah. because everyone's looking for everything else. This girl's just getting at it a little bit more creatively. Yes. Yeah. She's like my live journal isn't getting enough hits, so I'm just gonna put this out on yeah. Craigslist. My MySpace died fifteen years ago. So I've gotta figure this out. Um, yeah, this is where it, it's like, this is her failed, uh, screenplay. Oh She's my god, yeah. Apparently, because, because this, is she... ev- this is the ev- ending to every comedy romance ever. Okay, I'm here for it. Thank you, I said with a few tears of happiness in my eyes. Everyone around us began clapping as you helped me oh to my, my feet. God. And I left with, I left the destination with your coffee in hand. Left with his coffee? That I don't understand. She... Got peed on. I would steal his coffee, too, if somebody paid me. <laughs> I exited. Oh, you left, I guess. I don't know. She's a bad writer at this point. She's <laughs> just so horny. She's blinded by her horniness that she can't finish. <clears throat> I Or did I, she? <laughs> Sounds like she maybe did. He did. That's for sure. Uh, 
I exited shortly thereafter and assessed a nail in the doorframe that I am quite sure I brushed up against when I was initially leaving. It doesn't matter, though. You and your dong are still heroes to me. <laughs> so she didn't even get stung? She got scraped by a Look nail. Look at her with her stupid little mystery at the end. Pot like, twist. girl, you think this is Clue? Get out of here. <laughs> Maybe you will see this and write to me? Until then, poetry is my passion. <sighs> Please enjoy this poem I wrote for you. That was, oh my, okay. <laughs> yep, I'm ready for the poem. Ready for the poem. <clears throat> I went to get coffee today, and a bee stung me. I'm allergic to bees. You peed on my leg and made it better. You then left with your coffee. But I got to see your penis. I, oh, she finally said it. She kept saying it, it, it all the time. Like, girl, just say penis. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I got to see your penis. I owe you my life. Did you like my boobies? I hope that you did. I hope for a bee to sting my heart. The end. Hope to hear from you soon. Smiley face, with gratitude, a grateful woman. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish this was a video medium so people could see how, like, the whites around my eyes have just been rolling for the last five <sighs> minutes. Like a horse who's scared. Like, <gasps> Get me out of this Yes. Situation. Oh my god. <laughs> Yours are better than mine, always. I'm glad I brought, like, five, because yours blew mine out of the water, but that's I don't fun. know. The <clears throat> I really enjoyed that cattiness of that guy in Grand Rapids. Mm, that yeah. was very good. He was very good. He was cracking me up. Uh, I need to take a pause to take my medicine. Let's pause. So today, mm. after my bike ride, I was working on a bit. Okay. <laughs> Please work on this bit for me. And I was thinking about, like, because now all I do is go to the parks just constantly. I'm just, like, living in the park when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm not, like, home working. <laughs> when I'm not here. Well, because now I'm working. Yeah. So actually, the park has been even more of a release for me because... Like, now I'm actually working and, like, having meetings and stuff. So it's been a much, even bigger, like, relief to be like, oh, I got to get out of my house. Mm -hmm. So I made up this, like, people you see in the park, like. Okay, Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. You might be at the park if. Yeah. Please. (laughs) So these are my people you see in the park, okay? Okay. You figure out which one you are. So number one is, like, fitness enthusiasts, right? Mm. There's always people, like, running or biking or just getting out to get some exercise. This one old man stopped me the other day and was like, just getting out for a hike? That was one of my snowy days when I went out and oh. it was like snowing. And I was like, yeah, you know, if it would ever stop snowing, because I'm a walking cliche. And he's like, good for you. Getting hiking. I was like, oh, thanks. So there's fitness enthusiasts, dog walkers, which are not to be confused with the aimless which is another huge category I'll get to. Okay. But there's fitness enthusiasts, dog walkers, retired people who were already going to be at the park, mm-hmm. and now they're like, Ugh, the parks are so busy. I'm like, sorry, retired people. Novice rollerbladers. Yes, that's a whole... There's so many. We saw that girl biff it the other day, and I felt really bad. I also saw a couple this morning who were walking a stroller, but not walking it, rollerblading it. Roller skating. The one girl had roller skates on. And so all of them were wheeled, and they've still moved 
I've seen people do that. Like, yeah, they'll have their rollerblades on or, you know, runners Mm -hmm. with the running strollers. And I'm always like, I would not want that going at a high speed. It's wild. Yeah, all of them are wheeled and they were still incredibly slow. But I guess I would probably need a stroller for rollerblading because then if you fall, like, you have, like, a brace. (laughs) The baby takes the brunt of the impact. Babies are resilient, It's fine. So then my other, so the next category is loungers. In oh, which hammockers. I include hammocks, blankets, day drinkers. Today, uh, someone just had a, like, foldable chair out in, like, on a, a dock in one of the parks. Feet up, facing the sun, drinking what I assume was a beer at one in the afternoon today. Hell yes, I'm just that like, one. I'm that guy. Just living their life. Yeah. And then bench people. Like, there's always somebody on a bench. And I, like, never sit on benches. Me neither. So for me, the idea of sitting on a bench, like, I don't want to be here that long. I'm here for a walk. But there's a lot of bench people now who just mm-hmm. sit in the sunshine, which is fine. That's fine. You do you, bench people. And then there's the aimless. Mm-hmm. And these people are shuffling, usually with, like, four or five small kids mm-hmm. or a small dog or both. None of them are moving at any kind of pace. They take up. None the of them in- are together. <laughs> None of them are together. They're spaced across like a thirty foot distance, and they take up the entire pathway. Mm-hmm. And you're always terrified of running into them or getting too socially distanced close to them. And then there's also people who look like they didn't know we had a park system. Like they <laughs> yes. look around, like, huh? Look at this place. All these trees. <laughs> what the hell is this? Let's wander around here for a minute. Like. What is this where's, place? Where's the stuff to do? You just, yeah. You just keep walking? These are the people who are like, I just need some fresh air. Or like moms who are like, go outside. I don't want to see you for a couple of hours. That's the aimless. Where they just like look around like, huh, what is this place? <laughs> Those are also some dog walkers. It's a big rock. There's some dog walkers recently that I've been seeing that I'm like, your dog's never been on a walk before. Why are you <laughs> pretending like you walk your dog now? Hey, I'm sure people think about that when I take Helga because they're always like, oh, she's getting a real workout today. <laughs> I'm like, that's just how she breathes. Helga's the aimless. She doesn't know what she's doing at the... What is she, this place? She does. She looks around just kind of like, why have you brought me here? And then fishermen. <laughs> yeah, there's always... It's springtime and people are fishing. Like crazy. I wouldn't want to take anything I, out of our river, but... But also, a lot of the people that are there, they're a lot of catch and release. They're just like, huh, would you look at that? And yeah. Then, they're just learning in. how to... They're just like, want an excuse to, again, day drink and yeah, stand I mean, outside. That's what fishing is, essentially. Yeah, it's just an excuse fine. to drink. But yeah, I've been seeing a lot of fishermen lately. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm either the guy with my feet up drinking a beer... Or I am just the, because, well, I don't know. I've been all of those things mm-hmm. at some point at the park. Because I, I, I wear many hats. Yes. Yes. I'm generally purposeful. I'm, well, I'm purposeful in that I'm there for a walk, but I'm also aimless. Like that when we tried to take every single path that mm-hmm. the park had, because then it was just kind of like, which way should we go now? There's a path, I guess. Mm-hmm. Then we're, <laughs> then we're, all our heads are on a swivel too, just kind of like, hey. I've never been on this trail before. What is this? More tree oh, elevation? Oh boy. <laughs> um, this actually reminds me of my favorite park goer I've ever met. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was at the same park that you're talking about, and I just got done with a run, and I got back to the parking area, and I was just kind of catching my breath and walking in circles, and I was staying next to my car, and this is when I worked at the university, and I had the, like, parking tag hanging Mm. in the window, and this older man comes up to me, probably, like, late 60s, wearing not, like, a... Not a cowboy hat, but one of those just, like, kind of adventurer hats, you oh, know, that older guys wear. Like a khaki-style one? Yeah. And, but like, it, it's not weather, or it's not leather, but, but it's, it's, like... But it's, like, suede or something? It's, and it's got a brim. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And yes. The top is kind of molded, and then they usually have a feather stuck in it. Mm-hmm. He was wearing one of those, so this man meant business. Yes. And he comes up to me, and he was like, oh, you work at the university? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he was like, what do you do? And I said, I work in the English department. And his eyes lit up. And he was like, I love books. And I was like, really? Me too. And he was like, do you want to know my favorite kind of books? And I said, absolutely. And he said, alien, like, research from the 1950s. Oh, my God. This guy was made for you. I know. And I was like, buddy, you found the right person in this park. (laughs) Literally everyone else would have been like, okay, bye. But you're like... Tell me more. Yeah, so he, then he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm i a registered MUFON member, which is the Mutual UFO Network. I was going to say, I have no idea what that is. And he pulls out his wallet. Oh, my God. Whips he's it a, out. He's a card-carrying he's member. He's a card-carrying member. That's and so I've looked cute. into it. It's like $300 a year for, like, basic status. So this guy is. For what? What kind of secretarial duties do they have? <laughs> they, like, hold conventions and oh, stuff. Okay. And then they have a whole database that you can contribute to. It's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also send you things in the mail and stuff. You know, okay. keep up on your Alien literature and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, he shows me his card. I try and catch a glimpse of his name. I'm pretty sure it was William. have no idea what his last mm-hmm. name is. This is my own misconnection. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I've seen, I've seen aliens. And I was like. Tell me all about and, it, William. Yeah, I kept being, and he kept trying to, like, be coy about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, like. No, man, I stopped. I'm here. I'm so, ready. I'm, yeah. And uh, he said that he is, like, one of the farmers that live around that county park. And him and all of his farmer buddies, they've all, yep, we see UFOs over our crops all the time. You know, like, maybe once or twice a year you just see him come through. Absolutely. And he's telling me all this mm. stuff. And he's, like, he keeps, like, walking away. Like, he's somewhat, he's kind of <laughs> luring me on this walk with him. And I'm just kind of, like, tell me more, tell me more. I'm so hungry for more. <laughs> And um, he's not used to anyone giving him this amount of attention. He's like, oh, yep. Usually this is when people start walking away from me. Nope, nope. Oh, you're he's still like, following. Oh, I'll, I'll walk away. Oh, nope. There, you're still oh, here. You're still here. And uh, and then he then he kind of said, well, you know, my wife takes a walk here. I can't walk as far as her. I'm just waiting for her. So like mm. hit the bricks, kid, basically. <laughs> um, but no, he kept giving me information and he was telling me all this stuff. I can't remember everything that he said, but. He was so much a cartoon character that as I was leaving, or he was leaving, he got in his car. He's like, got to go find my wife, which if she's in the woods, don't drive away. But <laughs> really did not want to talk to you. No, He was like, that's so upsetting. Uh, but as he was leaving, he was like, keep watching the skies. Okay, bud. Well, it doesn't and seem I, like you care that much. You're just I, ghosting me right now. I never saw him again. Oh, that's sad. See, I meet all the, like, super cliched people. Like, I become a mid Midwestern cliche when yeah. I'm on a walk. It does not matter what. I was passing this, like, super slow group of three the other day. 
and I'm just trying to like run past so I don't get too close to them and everything and they're like oh yeah you go ahead and go around us you're moving faster than we are and I was like gotta love the sunshine right and they're like oh yeah definitely and then I'm like especially after all those snow flurries last week like oh you betcha are they from Minnesota no that's just how I make fun of myself (laughs) you're my Michigan accent into a Minnesota accent because I can't that's too much um, I can hear it coming out of my mouth, and I still am like, well, this is the thing I'm saying now, so. Just lean into it. Yep, I do. <laughs> okay, what was your what was your brain fart or your uh, inspiration? So I was lying in bed last night. I was just getting ready to go to sleep, and you know, you already know that I hardly ever use any kind of, like, social media. Mm-hmm. I use it to, like look at some things like Instagram, but I hardly ever post. You like to stalk. You don't like to post anything. Yeah. I'm a lurker for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, Lurk is a better (laughs) word for it. Yeah. And so I had tweeted something last week. It was the first time probably since like September. It was a really long time. And then I'm laying there and I get a notification that somebody liked it. And I was like, oh, interesting. And I pulled it down. And it was about Jackass, and Preston Lacey liked it. I don't know who Preston Lacey is. Oh, he's one of the Jackass guys. Oh, which one? The big fat one. Oh, I do know who he is. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, this is more exciting now that I know who it is. (laughs) Other people were like, come on, Sarah, we know what this is. That's so cool. Yeah, and I, like, I opened it, and I was, like, looking, I was like, this, I don't know, this guy seems really weird, because it doesn't have, like, the verified check mark mm. or whatever, and I'm, like, scrolling through, I was like, this is fucking weird. Because nobody else knows who Preston Lacey is either. <laughs> it's just you. Everybody knows who Preston Lacey is. <laughs> Except for Twitter. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dunk on you. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's yeah. That's pretty cool. And so I was like. Um, well, I had already told a friend of mine who knew who he was. I'm sorry. And he was like, oh, man, that's so crazy. Like, how did how did that happen? Does he follow you? I'm like, thank you. That's so kind of you to think out of the 30 people that follow me, Preston Lacey <laughs> is one of them. Preston He's always liking my shit. <laughs> I, can, I cannot keep He's him away. He's my top fan. Um, and then I was like, oh, no, I just, like, looked at I clicked through to the um, profile, and it seems fake. I think it's just, like, a fan account. And oh, then, yeah. And then he looked into it, and it had a link because it, um, it says something like, not verified on Twitter, but verified on Instagram or mm. something. And so if you click through, he's like, no, if you go to his Instagram, it's linked to that Twitter account. And he was like, that's actually him. And I was like, oh, shit. And then we talked about our favorite Preston Lacey bits. That's so. cute. What did you post about in- Jackass? You oh. just said, like, you're excited for the new movie? No, it's, um, I said, find you someone who looks at you like this guy looks at Steve-O while talking about Jackass 4. Aww. That's how I look at you when we record this podcast. It is. Aww. Aww. We're looking at each other like that right that's now. That's so cute. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, now that you know who it is. I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever had any celebrity interactions online. I haven't online. I had a you know another D-list celebrity with Josh Gates when I stalked him at that paranormal yeah. convention. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh, and I got to meet the uh, guy from Fast and the Furious, Jesse. Jesse, like, is that his character's name or yes. his? He died in the first season. He ha- stole his dad's Honda Civic, and then. Johnny Chan came and oh, shot him up yeah, in the yard. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of a biggish 
deal in other things. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, and now he's a paranormal investigator. Wow, that's and, weird. Yeah, so I went to the, like, merch room where all the shops and stuff are, and so he was just kind of, like, standing around because he was selling pictures and mm-hmm. stuff, and he knew he knew. He brought pictures from Fast and the Furious to sign. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he Fast knew. and the Furious is a franchise now. It's yeah. not like people But he was don't in know. one movie. Yeah. One movie, but uh yeah, so I came up to him and I was like, "Hey, I'm a big fan." He was like, "Oh, thank you." Like, which investigation or something is your favorite? And I was like, "Oh, no, no." No, no, no. <laughs> I I was like, "I had no idea you did that. But can we please talk about Fast and the Furious?" And he was like, "Yes." And then we played slots together later. Oh, that is something that you have, like, kind of, like, a weird supernatural talent for is, like, being around when, not fa- I don't want to say famous, but, like, you are good at meeting people. Like, yeah. not just famous people, but, like, just people in general. You're mm-hmm. you're down for, like, the long haul and, like, you're always in the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. You have a lot of those, like, meet-cutes. But just, like, because you like being around people all the time. Yeah. Whereas I'm always like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Bye. Don't wake me up when you come back to, like, your tent. Bye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I do put myself in a lot of situations where I'm, like, where I can run into more people. Or, like, because with, um, I feel really bad that I'm just going to call him Jesse from Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Um, he, I said something to him, because, like, that's the whole point of this convention. It's in this casino, and then at the end, all of the people from, like, Ghost Hunters and all of these, like, travel um, uh, travel channel and discovery shows, they all just go down, and they're somewhere in the casino, and you mm-hmm. may run into them, or they may go back to their hotel if they're tired or whatever, but they're down there somewhere. And so um, I said to him, like, oh, are you going to, like, be down on the casino floor later? And he was like, absolutely, I love the slots. And so I was like, I'll tell you what, if I see you, I'll sit down and I'll play with you. And he was like, that sounds great. And it's a huge casino, and I just so Mm -hmm. happened to bump into him. And I was like, are you playing? He was like, come on, let's sit down. Um, But then with Josh Gates, I was very deliberate. And I put myself (laughs) in situations I knew he was going to be in. Uh, Because that was the whole reason I went to this, was to meet him. Mm -hmm. And so then... um, they have, you can pay extra at the convention to have a dinner with all of the people from these shows. And they're up, um, oh, I think they're like sprinkled out. Like sometimes you may get somebody at your table, but for the most part, they're just kind of like in the middle. And so at the end of the dinner, um, they're like, like catering is coming in and cleaning up, but Josh Gates' table is still sitting there and talking and talking and talking. And our friends Lindsay and Kaylee were just kind of like, are we going to go? And I was like, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. And then as like things started dying down, I just walked straight up to him and I was like, hey, I just wanted to say I'm a big fan and I really enjoyed watching you like play the game and um, your presentation that you had earlier. So thanks so much. And then he was just like, well, hello. And then we like shook hands and he was like, are you going to be in the casino later? And I was like, only if you are. And he was like, I got to go change. But yeah, I'll be out there. And that I just kind of hopped around, followed him yeah. around. And then I ran into him one time and he was like, um, cause we were playing slots with Kaylee and so we were kind of just like roaming around and I ran into him one time in the hallway because I was like, I knew where he was going. I don't remember, but I remember specifically knowing where to be. And, um, he was like, oh, well, we're actually just going to go play blackjack. And I was like, I don't know how to play. Would you teach me? And he was like, sure. And I went and I sat at the table with him and he taught me blackjack, which of course I know how to play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do that where I can, if I want to talk to somebody, I'm going to find a way to just. Meanwhile, I am, like, because I've done that at, like, concerts and stuff. Um, Like, when I went to a Frightened Rabbit, Frightened Rabbit was opening for 
or maybe it was Jetpacks. One of those two was opening mm. for like Jimmy Eat World or whatever. Oh, that's right. It was Jimmy Eat World. And and I went with a couple friends and we like pushed our way to the front through like the mosh and everything to see the band that I had come to see. And then as soon as Jimmy Eat World came on, I was like, bye. fuck this. Bye. I'm done. I'm not doing this. And so I went to the back. We were going to stay for a couple songs and then drive home. And then all of a sudden, right in front of us, the band, I think it was Jetpacks, mm-hmm. they came out and they were like watching Jimmy Eat World, like four feet away from me. And I was like, ah, what am I going to do? Because mm-hmm. I've seen like eight billion of their shows. I go see them every time they come to Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so I went up to them and I just like patted them on the shoulder and was like, hey, you guys were awesome. Like we came here to see you. I've seen all your shows. This is such a great show. And they're like, really? You came to see us? And I was like, yeah, I've come to all of your shows. Mm-hmm. You weren't touring right now, except for with Jimmy Eat World. So I came to see you, and they're like, "Oh my god, thank you!" And I was like, "Okay, bye." Yeah, no, <laughs> like, like literally, I left and I drove three hours to go <laughs> home. But yeah, it's like I I never take that second step. I'm always just like, "Bye." Oh see you yeah. Later. Except for the only band that we've ever like stayed friends with, or the first band that we stayed friends with, which is when we went Mar- went Marcus yeah. from Illegal Immigrants and. Um, that's why we love the legal immigrants so much now is because we went to that first show, um, at the music festival and we loved their band so much. They were so good and they were the last show of the night. So they closed everything down and we all went to the bonfire and this like pale gangly boy. (laughs) He is pale. You're pale, Marcus. I know you listen to this. You're pale. Let's just... Oh, I think you have some color. He came out of the darkness with his ripped jeans and his black clothes. and he It's was, all the black that makes him look paler. It is. He does have color. You do. I've seen you sunburned, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Dunk. <laughs> hey, Marcus, we're talking about you on the show, finally. It's red as his hair but now. But no. <laughs> was, you dunked on him, not me. But no, so Marcus came out of the darkness, and I was like, hey, you're the drummer for the League of Grants. You guys just, like, killed it. I loved that. That was so cool. And he's like, hi, yeah, do you want some M&Ms? Do you want some candy? There's lots of candy in the green room, and nobody's eating it. Everyone's just drinking beer. But I have, like, do you want M&Ms? And he pulls M&Ms out of his, like, elbow pocket, I guess. And then he's got, like... Twizzlers and his pants and like Aww. Swedish fish. He just like was a human candy dispenser. And I was like, Marcus, I love your energy. Come, come sit with us over here. I would love for you to meet me and all of my friends. <laughs> and we adopted him and he's been with us ever since. Yeah, we like, uh, we adopted him immediately that night because then we were sitting around the fire, super high on all this sugar that he just gave us. And then I, I was like, we should sleep under the stars. Let's like, go get our sleeping bags and we can sleep under the stars. And he was like, let's totally do it. And then we <laughs> dragged our sleeping bags out and slept in the middle of a field. And people are trying to pack up and leave the next day. And they're like, oh, someone's too drunk, couldn't make it to their tent. Blunk. Yeah. Well, <sighs> turns out we're just dorks. Yeah, see, I mean, like, it's just that kind of energy that I try to have whenever I approach people. Like, it's, I, it's not that I've met celebrities or anything, but just, like, situations like mm-hmm. that where it's somebody that I, like, want to know. It's just kind of like, what are you doing? You want to do that? No. Like, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's always that type of energy that no matter who it is. Yeah, no, and that's, and I didn't mean celebrities because you're not, like, very much our dynamic. Also, um, 
out and about is I'm very much the, like, hold down the fort kind of a person. Mm. And you're the, like, satellite who just kind of, like, floats around the table and, like, you go meet people and that's, you're always looking for, oh, my God, who played this song? Or, like, I'll be like, oh, I love this song. You're like, Sarah, oh, I'm finding your soulmate tonight. You'll, like, disappear. And I'll be like, okay, I'll be here. (laughs) See you in about 20 minutes. Bye. Yeah, like, I'm very much to hold down the fort, like, let people come to me. And I'll, like, engage with you and have fun, but I'm not, like, going to be wandering around Mm -hmm. all over the place. My beer is here, and, like, so is my, all my stuff and all my friend's stuff. And I'm upset up. Yeah, Uh, this is kind of my area, and I'm going to be here. Yeah, I am very much a, like, a drifter, like a ping Mm -hmm. pong. I go all over the place. And, yeah, like, at the festivals and stuff, um, I'll be, like, going between, like, where the music is back to the campsite, and I'll meet, like, three people on the path. And then be like, and then, let's have a beer together later. Oh, my God, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, but I like it because then you bring people in and I'm always like, oh, hello, welcome to our space now. And now I'm here and I'm ready to engage with you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, great. This is like stage two. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I see you've met Kelly and she's granted you access to the rest of the group. Good to know. Because if you're a weird beard, then like get to step in. Never see you never. Yeah, I wouldn't bring the weird beards, but sometimes the weird beards follow me and then I have Sarah who's like, hey, get out of here. Yeah. Sorry, weird beard. Time for you to go. Get out of here. We're not into it. I'm like, oh, nope. nope. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you later. Thank you. Next. Yes. And we're back. Do you remember that from SNL? Yes. Oh my god. Wasn't it Jimmy Fallon? It was Jimmy Fallon. We're back! Uh, I can't think of any of the catchphrases now because all I want to say is crazy Ira and the douche. Yeah. Oh, that's another one of my guilty pleasures. I rewatched while I was sick last week uh, Publicity from the Nick Kroll show. Oh, no. I haven't watched the Nick Kroll show yet, but I love Nick Kroll. Listen, I also love Nick Kroll. I've never watched the Nick Kroll show in its entirety, Mm. but I have watched Publicity (laughs) because... One of the characters is Jenny Slate, and then the other one's Nick Kroll, and they're both named Liz. Is it the when Nick Kroll is like a blonde woman? Yes. Okay, I've seen a lot of stills from this, so yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. So they're like two-minute bits mm-hmm. over the course of the like runs of the show, and then they on YouTube somebody just like put them all in order. And God, I wish that was a real reality show. I love it so much. Yeah. Oh, they're it's- funny. <laughs> they're so funny. Yeah, no, I love that. I love Nick Kroll, though, too. <sighs> Too. He's my favorite part of anything that he's in. Every time he shows up, I'm like, ba 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 ba. I don't really care about this thing anymore, but now Nick Kroll's on it, so I'm in love with this. Can we just always be talking about Nick Kroll? I've watched so many garbage things just for that like glimpse of the person that mm-hmm. I really want to watch. Yeah. We're both that way. Yeah. We both, especially when I was in college, I was one of those people who like. I was in love with Adam Baldwin for some reason, at like, for most of my college career, and I've seen every horrible, horrible yeah. movie he's ever and been in. And as your roommate, I've seen a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, and, like, now looking back, I'm like, he was not worth it, honey. But at that time, you know, especially, like, in your 20s when you, like, really hyper-fixate on something, mm-hmm. you can watch everything that person's ever been in just for a glimpse of that person. And now I'm like... Nope, I'm yeah. not subjecting myself to this anymore. But yeah, 
I've been there, too. Uh-huh. That's like, since I was so obsessed with Jimmy Fallon in high school, mm-hmm. I found out he was in this really, really low-budget movie called The Scheme. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's been easily 13 years since I've watched it, but I remember the basic plot was that he really needs money, and the way to do that was to get, like, I think... I can't remember if they were making a sex tape or just a tape to use to exploit a woman. I can't remember if it was which way it was going to do, but they, the whole, it was a scheming this woman and he falls in love with her and it was this whole thing. And I drove all the way to Great Lakes Crossing, which is this giant mall in Michigan, Mm -hmm. because it was the only FYE that had it. That's enough by itself. Like, to be able to find an FYE in this day and age would be, like, impossible. It's like blockbuster And it was easier than, like, finding it online because at this time we still had dial-up internet. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't just download it or get anything. So, yeah, just gas up the old truck and drive across the state, I guess, Mm because I'm a lunatic. And all I had, I had, like, $20 exactly. And I came to, like, 1998 and I couldn't even buy myself a water for the drive home. <laughs> Hope you had enough gas. <laughs> right? Lunatic. I could never... Now I can't be bothered to go across town. Like, ugh. Yeah. Keep it. No, it's just so funny. But that's that's kind of the cool part of youth, though. You're, like, so much more passionate about stuff. Like, people are so dispassionate now. Like, eh, whatever. I'll check this out, I guess. It'll take me, like, two days to binge it on Netflix or whatever, and then I don't care about it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's rare to find something that you, like, obsess over now. And I think with me that comes out in forms of whenever I hear a new song that Mm -hmm. I really like, I fixate on it, and I can listen to it, like, 20 times in a row, and I don't care. It will not get old to me. Um, But there's that, like... I guess it is that just, like, little taste of what it's like to be so obsessed with something in your youth. Because mm-hmm. you don't get that, like, this really sparks something in me, and I'm not sure exactly why, but this is exactly the right frequency that my brain needs. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a movie or a book or something, those are my absolute favorite little moments. But then I find a song, and I'm like, I need 20 more songs exactly like this song. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, they don't exist? I yeah. guess I'll just use this one again. Yeah, I'm just going to keep using this one, and all the rest of the songs to me are trash until mm-hmm. I find this feeling again, and then yeah. I fixate on that for a long time. But I'm the same way with, like, shows. That's why I like shows a lot more than, te- than movies, too. is because I fall in love with characters. And so for me, right before we went into, like, quarantine time, that was my last hyperfixation was that Korean drama I was watching Mm -hmm. and I haven't been as fixated on it anymore just because I've been like back at work. So I haven't had time to work on my fan fiction that I was writing for it (laughs) because that's the person I am. But yeah, I was obsessed with crash landing on you and I hadn't had a show give me that like spark in a long time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just was like riding that high for a long time for like Mm -hmm. weeks and and I'll rewatch that I'm still rewatching it just because, like, I have to get inspiration again for scenes or just, like, oh, I remember this part. I really loved it. And I just love those characters so much. And there was 16, like, two-hour-long episodes. And mm-hmm. you think that would be enough, but it never is, right? You, yeah. You just are always chasing that feeling of, like, oh, man, I, I'm so content right now. Mm-hmm. And I just want to always be this content. 
at all times. Yeah, content and also, like, eagerly looking forward to what's going to happen next. Because the reason I don't watch or get into a lot of shows and things is I don't want to just, like, be passively, like, oh, well, I guess I'll just put on another one so Mm -hmm. there's something to watch. I Everything that I watch, I want to be engaged in. And so if I don't have that immediate, like, feeling, Mm -hmm. then I, I never really see it out. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's so cool though. I love that feeling. I'm always chasing that next. Chasing that dragon. That next high. It's a slippery, slippery slope, man. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta start looking into weirder and weirder things and then pretty soon you're going to be posting fan fiction, golden shower fan fiction on disconnections about crash landing. It's not going to happen. (laughs) Nope. Oh my god! That I was paragliding across the North Korea South Korea border, and I, I love crashed. that you know enough to dunk on me about this. And right I landed now. in a beehive, and I had a million stings. Ugh. And you said, "Step aside, I know Gross. what to do." No, thank you. And you whipped it out of your zipper hole. <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> and piss landed on me. <laughs> That's what you can call it. <laughs> That didn't land on the right part of me. Of the book, wrong leg. Oh, oh, nope, nope. Oh. I like, you know what? I'm, I'm hating it less. She, oh she God. threw some humor in there. A plot twist. It wasn't she a B. She did have a plot twist. Clearly, this woman did not even Google our IMDb bee sting and learn that that's not how that works. Also, why would you IMDb it? I meant the whole. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the B movie was a lot different than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> What's the deal with people peeing all over me? I'm just a bee. I'm not a jellyfish. This is my Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) Sarah, let's just say it wasn't honey in the movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) Gross. That's what I would be saying to him. Not, you're my hero. I'd be yelling, no, the people were clapping in the streets. No, they were yelling, gross. And your (laughs) brain turned it into claps because you're a fucking lunatic. (sighs) Oh, boy. I hope this comes into your dream. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's going to be my weirdly vivid long dream tonight is people pissing on bee stings today. Because that was not this the second time I've talked about piss in this episode. ridiculous. I would call this one, I I don't know, the title will be something about piss. Can we just say piss? (laughs) I mean, that is one of my favorite, like, people are always like, ah, shit. I'm always like, ah, piss. And I don't know why. You use piss a lot. I don't usually use this word. I used it a lot this episode. It's not a word I generally use. I like the word piss. It's a really good curse word. That's good. That's a good one. (sighs) Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to tell my mom to skip this one. Our last one was all about recycling. And, and she makes a guest appearance, and this one is all about piss. <laughs> Can we just say it's all piss? Oh, that's good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, do you, feel, do you feel good? Do you not want to talk about piss anymore? Okay, so, Kelly, mm-hmm. before we end, what is one guilty pleasure that you have, no explanation, no caveats, nothing. What's your guilty pleasure this week? (laughs) It's hard to describe, but movies that are very 90s MTV, like Biodome and Joe's Apartment and Mm. that whole sub... Pauly Shore, let's just say that. (laughs) Pauly Shore is the epitome of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Okay, Sarah, what's yours? 
Mine is like Studio Ghibli, but like, so right now I'm rereading Howl's Moving Castle. I fucking love Howl's Moving Castle. That is a bomb ass story. Diana Wynne Jones fucking rules. Sarah, no caveats, but yes. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. She's great. That's very that's very good. Yours is so much more wholesome than mine. That's okay. I'm like I like fart jokes and piss and you're like I love these beautiful stories and no, beautiful I like dramatic animation. wizards and like bitchy protagonists. I'm into it. I love it. All right, well thanks again for listening and oh, we wanted to also say that um I don't know if anyone listened to our Terrace House bonus episode, unless you're also into Terrace House, but we want to do more feature-length uh, episodes, and so our next one will be on my biggest movie franchise guilty pleasure, which is The Fast and the Furious. Yes, I've been doing my homework. Yes. And we're ready. Yeah. And so that's going to be our next bonus, but mm-hmm. we're going to try and keep everything else recording as normal without mm-hmm. technical difficulties. Yeah, barring any. <laughs> not everybody knock on wood yeah okay thank you to the legal immigrants for the use of our theme song panacea and melophobix for their song tortuga that we use for all of our transition music you can find the legal immigrants on facebook and instagram they are at legal Immies on instagram and melophobix is melophobix music And if you want to talk to us, you can follow us on our Instagram at can.we.just.say or (laughs) write to us at can.we.just.saypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, bye. bye!